Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players have a surprise for you tonight. It's my pleasure to introduce the president of the Motion Picture Relief Fund, Mr. Gene Herschel. Thank you and good evening. For our guests on tonight's program, we have Barbara Stanwyck, Basil Rathbone, and your actor Michael Curtis, three of Filmdom's outstanding personalities who will offer... Uh, just a minute, Gene. I thought Jack Benny was supposed to be one of the guests here tonight. Jack Benny? Yes. Well, he was, but he got a little temperamental, so we, uh, well, so he's just not here tonight. But, Gene, Jack told uh, me no, that... Truman, let me explain the whole thing. When Jack found out that uh, Michael Curtis was going to direct Barbara Stanwyck and Basil Rathbone in a dramatic sketch, right away he wanted to muzzle in on it. Oh. So he called me up and tried to sell himself. <clears throat> I had a terrible time getting rid of him, and this is exactly what happened. Hello? Uh, hello, this is Jack Benny speaking. I'd like to talk to Mr. Holt. Who? Mr. Holt. Mr. Hirsch Holt. <laughs> Is, uh, is he in? Well, you must mean Gene Herschold. This is he speaking. Oh, oh, Gene Herschold. Yes, yes. Well, Mr. Herschold, I called up the Screen Guild players about being on the Lady Esther program next Monday with Barbara Stanwyck. Yes, I heard about that, but didn't they explain to you that the play is all set and the cast is complete? Well, yes. Uh, yes I'll tell you what, I'll tell you. Uh, let's make it some other night. Well, now, now, look, don't give me that some other time stuff, and you don't have to beat around the bush either. Look, Mr. Herschel, if you don't want me to be on this show, just say so. And all I want is a simple answer. Yes or no? No. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> Look, and I can tell from your attitude, Mr. Herschel, that this is a personal matter. I mean, what have you got against me? I haven't got anything against you, Jack, but you're a comedian. And frankly, I don't think you have enough dramatic ability to play the lead opposite Miss Stanwyck. What do you mean I can't be dramatic? Did you ever see me when I was worried? Why, well, I'm, I'm only 32 and I've got gray hair. You're only what? I've got gray hair, can't you hear? Now, look, who can I speak to besides you about this? Well, Jack, there's only one suggestion I can make. Get in touch with Mr. Michael Curtis. He is going to direct the play we're doing on this program. Michael Curtis, the director who won the Academy Award? Oh, boy. And if it's all right with Curtis, it's all right with me. Well, thanks, thanks. I'll call him right away. By the way, what's Mr. Curtis's telephone number? Uh, Ulrich 8900. Uh, wait till I write that down. Ulrich 8... Hey, wait a minute. That's the number you call to get the right time. Now, look, Mr. Herschold. Hello? Hello? Operator, I was cut off. You weren't cut off, brother. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fine president for the Motion Picture Relief Fund. 
Got a good mind to run against him. <laughs> now, let's see. Where can I get Cortez's number? Now, here's the telephone book right here. Let's see. There's C, Cup, Cup, Cur, Curry. I hate curry. <laughs> Why do they have to take chicken and spoil it with that stuff? Kurt, Curtsy, Curtez. Oh, there it is. No, no, uh, no, miss. I want to talk to Mr. Cortez personally. Who's calling, please? Uh, Benny, Jack Benny. Yes, sir. Is it about insurance or something? No. No, it's about acting. Oh. Please get Mr. Cortez on the phone. Yes, sir. Insurance yet. Haven't sold a policy since Warner Brothers picked up my option. <laughs> In the first place... Hello? Oh, hello, Mr. Cortez. Uh, this is Jack. I'm calling you about that Lady Esther show you're directing next week, and I was wondering if there was a part in it for me. Jack who? (laughs) Oh, oh, pardon me, Benny. Jack Benny, remember we met once at a party at Marlene Dietrich's house. Uh, Marlene Dietrich? You know, the girl with the legs. All girls I know have legs. That's right, they do. They do. Now look, Mr. Cortez. Oh, Jack Benny. Oh, oh. Are you the radio comedian? And violinist. Now here's. <laughs> now here's the uh, here's the situation, Mr. Cortez. I just spoke to Gene Herschel, president of the Motion Picture Relief Fund, whom incidentally I'm running against next year. Mr. Holt, uh, Mr. Herschel said if it was um Okay with you, I could be on the program. Ah, but I'm not directing a comedy, Mr. Benny. It's going to be a very serious, dramatic play. Well, gee, I can do drama. I made a picture once called The Meanest Man in the World. I didn't get one laugh in it. Now, uh, now what do you say? I'm glad I missed it. <laughs> Look, I don't mean that. I'm talking about acting with Barbara Stanwyck with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players. Uh, now, Mr. Benny, I'm trying to explain it to the best of my ability. You are a comedian, and it's impossible to convince anyone that you are a lover. Well, I'm too much of a gentleman to mention names, but... Um... <laughs> But there are a couple of girls at the Florentine Gardens that'll give you an argument about that, brother. Now, just... Mr. Wait, Cur- what? Just, just wait a moment, Jack. Basil Radburn is all set to play opposite Barbara Stanwyck. And there is nothing I can do about it. Basil Rathbone? Well, why can't we make it a triangle? Why can't he be her husband and I her lover? Because I am a director and not a miracle man. <laughs> Well, I'll take care of the miracles. <laughs> it, uh, it can be worked out, don't worry. Well, all right. I tell you what, Jack, I'm a very busy now. I suggest you call Miss Stanwyck. And if it's all right with her, it's okay with me. Thank you, I'll do that. Oh, what's Miss Stanwyck's telephone number? Oh, I think it's Crestview 67071. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. 
Joe's Fish Market. <laughs> what? Come on, buddy. I haven't got all day. Is Barbara there? Barracuda, 42 cents a pound. Barracuda? Who is this, anyway? This is Joe's Fish Market. Oh, I don't want any fish. I've got... What's the... wrong with fish? Nothing, nothing. Boats going out every day, taking a chance with submarines, and you don't like the fish they bring back. Look, it isn't that. I just happen to call... It's guys like you that are eating up all the cows in this country. <laughs> Never ate a cow in my life. I got the wrong number. Goodbye. Hmm. Cortez gave me the wrong number purposely. Oh, well, I'll get Barbara in the phone book, and I won't take any chances this time. I'll trap her into letting me play the part. Now, let's see. I'll disguise my voice. Let's see. Stanwick. S. S. T. Stan. Standish. Stank. I used to go with a girl named Stank. Alga Stank. Stanley Stanton. There it is, Stanwick. Hello. I'd like to speak to Miss Stanwick, please. This is Miss Stanwick speaking. Oh, my name is Fizzbucket. Rothko J. Fizzbucket. I'm with the Radio Gallopole. Tell me, Miss Stanwick, who do you listen to on Sundays? Amy McPherson. I see. Well, Miss Stanwyck, do you ever listen to Jack Benny? Oh, yes. I never miss him. He's wonderful. Well, that's nice to know. Uh, tell me, Miss Stanwyck, would you be interested in doing a play that is a love scene with Mr. Benny on the radio? On the radio, back porch, or Davenport? No. Hmm. But you just said he was wonderful. I don't mind listening to him, but I won't have him pawing me. Who said I was going to paw you? Just a minute. Who is this, anyway? It ain't Joe's Fish Market. <laughs> now, look, Barbara. Why, Jack Benny, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Oh, I was only kidding. Now, Barbara, Mr. Curtis suggested that I call you about the Lady Esther show next Monday. Yes? Have you any objection to my playing the part of your husband in the sketch? But I understood Basil Rathbone was playing the part. Well, he's scheduled to, tentatively. But if you want me, all you've got to do is speak up. <laughs> I said all you've got to do is speak up. Barbara, are you there? Yes. Oh, oh. Well, I, I, I wish you'd, I wish you'd think this over, Barbara. But Jack, this part doesn't fit you. It, it has to be someone with a lot of sex appeal. Well, I have sex appeal. Gee, I, I was thrown out of the Palladium three times for dancing too close. <laughs> dancing too close. You were just tired and hanging on. Well, no wonder the way I jitterbug. Come on, what do you say, Barbara? How about me doing the play with you instead of Rathbone? Well, I really have nothing to do with it, Jack. Why don't you call up Gene Herschold? I did call him, and it's up to you. Now, look, Barbara, I've got another idea. Why can't Will I... you please deposit five cents for an additional three minutes? Whoops. Three minutes already? Just a second. Would you mind dropping a nickel in, Barbara? <laughs> Sorry, but I don't have a payphone in my house. Oh, well, that's right. What's the matter with me? Do I get that nickel or do I have to cut you off? Now, don't get excited. Here, I found one. There. 
Hmm. No more three minutes than the man on the moon. <laughs> it doesn't seem like we've been talking for three minutes, does it, Barbara? You ought to be on this end. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Well, come to the point, Barbara. Look at Here's what I was going to ask you. When do you start rehearsing the play? Tomorrow night at my house, but I don't think you ought at to... At your house, eh? What time? Eight o'clock, but really, Jack, I don't think Eight you... o'clock. Well, thanks, Barbara. See you tomorrow night. I'll read the part, and Basil Rathbone will read the part, and may the best men win. That's fair enough, isn't it? I'll say it is. Swell. Well, goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, by the way, Barbara, shall I come for dinner? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> oh, well, some other time. Mr. Hersholt, what happened after that phone call? Did Jack Benny show up at Barbara Stanwyck's house? Yes, Truman. The next night, about 7.30. I wasn't there, of course, but the way I understand it, when Jack arrived, Miss Stanwyck was still having dinner. So the butler opened the door and he... Uh... Right this way, Mr. Benny. I'll show you into the drawing room. Thank you, thanks. Mr. Rathbone is here already. Oh, he is. One of those anxious guys, eh? Say, this is a lovely home. May I take your umbrella, Mr. Benny? <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. I should have left it out in the hall. You know, it looked like rain when I started out. <laughs> well, well, Mr. Rathbone, I'm Jack Benny, the movie star. Now, how do you do? Now, how do you do? So the two rivals meet, eh? Rivals? Yes. Well, perhaps I should let Barbara tell you, but it looks like... Well, I'm taking your place on the Lady Esther Screen Guild show next Monday. You're taking my place? Well, it's this way. At rehearsal tonight, you and I are both going to read the part, and, of course, the best man will win. The best man? Yes. Mr. Benny, when only two people are involved in a statement, the comparative is used. You don't say the best man will win, you say the better man will win. Oh. <laughs> Now, um, if three or more people are involved, then the word best is the correct adjective. I see. And so before we compete for the part in this play, Mr. Benny, perhaps it would be as well if you first learned how to speak English. <laughs> well, for your information, Mr. Rathbone, I went to Waukegan High School four years, and I excelled in English. In fact, I got 99 every single term. Now, ain't that interesting? Now, cut that out! And getting back to the Screen Guild show, the way the script is written now, you play the part of Miss Tanwick's husband, is that correct? That is correct and final. Well, that remains to be seen. Hmm. I've heard of sore losers in my life, but this guy takes the case, you know. Step right in here, Mr. Cortez. Miss Tanwick will be with you shortly. Oh, uh, thank you. Oh, hello, Basil. Hello. Michael, boy, how are you? Fine, fine. Oh, hello, Mr. Cortez. What are you doing here? Well, I just thought I'd drop around to see if I... Uh, could... Now, listen, Mike. I don't know what this is all about, but I demand an explanation. Look, Mr. Rathbone... Explanation? That's what I want. Look, Mr. Curtis. I was under the impression that I was to appear opposite Miss Stanwyck. Look, Mr. Rathbone... Of course you were. Look, Mr. Curtis. <laughs> then what is this all about? Look, Mr. Now, look! 
Now, Mr. Benny, when I spoke to you on the telephone, I thought I made perfectly clear Good that evening, I... everybody. Well, well here's Barbara. Barbara. Hello, Hello, Barbara. How are you? Well, here we are. Just set the coffee down here, Richard. Yes, madam. Demi-tasse, Mr. Curtis. Uh, no, thank you. Coffee, Basil? Yes, please. I'll have some, too. Here you are, Jack. Uh, thanks. Oh, Barbara, this is the better coffee I ever tasted. <laughs> Mr. Benny, the word is best. There are only two of us drinking it. (laughs) Now, make up your mind. Well, we're all here, so let's get started with the rehearsal. Uh, Just one moment. Oh, Mike, um, let's get this settled before uh, Mr. Benny's benefit, shall we? Is he or is he not replacing me in the play? Certainly not. That's ridiculous. Of course it's ridiculous. It's absurd. You stay out of this. Please. (laughs) Please stop. Stop all this bickering. Now, Jack... (laughs) If you would like to watch the rehearsal, just take a chair over there and be quiet. Yes, sir. Hmm. Oh, Barbara, is it all right if I have some of these walnuts here? Go right ahead. Help yourself, Jack. Thanks. Mmm, big ones. Jumbos. Mmm. Mmm. Now, Barbara, you too, Basil. If you both turn to the page 12 on the script, we'll proceed. Boy, these nuts are good. Now, Barbara, you are a wealthy society girl who is married to a New York stockbroker. That's who you are, Basil. <laughs> but uh, he's not love with you, Barbara, as the French say, is a marriage of convenience. That was a tough one. Mr. Benny! <laughs> Will you stop eating those nuts? Barbara said I could. <laughs> Anyway, Mr. Cortez, I don't want to sit around here like a bump on a log. If I can't have the lead in the play, isn't there something I can do? All right. If it makes you happy, you can play the part of a butler. A butler? Okay. All right. Here's your script. Thanks. Now, remember, Barbara, you are the wife. Basil, you are the husband who doesn't understand her. And Jack? I'm the butler whom Barbara really loves. (laughs) You are the butler. That's all. Okay, okay. Heavens to Betsy. <laughs> All right, Barbara. Now, you start the scene. Remember, your husband is two hours late for dinner and you are a nervous wreck. I understand. Go ahead. Call for your butler. Yes. <clears throat> oh, Smedley. Smedley. Yes, madame. Smedley, yet. <laughs> uh, what is it, madame? Are you sure my husband hasn't phoned? Uh, no, madame. That's strange. He said he'd be back at... What time is it, Smedley? It's half past eight. Shall I serve dinner, madame? Oh, no, no, Smedley. I'm much too upset to eat. I think I'll go to a movie. What's playing in the village? George Washington Slept Here, starring Jack Benny. (laughs) That is not in the script. Read the line that I've written, please. Well, it doesn't hurt to give my picture a plug. It doesn't change the plot any, does it? For heaven's sake. Read it on the way it's written. All right, all right. Between Hirschhold and you, I don't understand anything. (laughs) All right, now give me, uh, give me that again, will you, Barbara? Okay. No, Smedley, I'm much too upset to eat. I think I'll go to a movie. What's playing in the village? Casablanca. How's that? (laughs) Much better. 
and George Washington slept here, it's a double feature. <laughs> yeah. Jack, please. All right, I'll start over again. Shall I serve dinner, madame? No, Smedley, I'm much too upset to eat. I think I'll go to a movie. Is one of my pictures playing in the village? <laughs> There can't be three features on one bill. Shut up! All right, all right. Now, Barbara, at this point, the husband entered the room. I'm ready, Mike. Oh, Mr. Cortez, let me ask you something. When Basil comes in, or Basil... By the way, how do you pronounce that? Basil or Basil? Mr. Rathbone. (laughs) Oh, well, when Mr. Rathbone comes in... Just read the line, Jack. I handle the rest. All right, all right. Ready? Ready, Ready, Basil? Make your entrance, please. <laughs> right. Oh, good evening, darling. So sorry I'm late. Oh, Ronald, you're always late and you're always sorry. It's been like this for months. What has come between us? If I only knew, maybe we could work things out. No, it's nothing, my dear. It's just that I've been so busy lately at the office. Let's forget it. Uh, dinner is served. Oh, pardon me. I came in too soon. <laughs> Ronald, we must come to some understanding. This can't go on forever. Gwen, let's be adult about the whole thing, shall we? Every night it's the same argument, this constant nagging, nagging, nagging. I tell you, I've been working at the office. But I phoned your office and they said you left at two this afternoon. Well, I had business at the bank. Besides, I I forgot where I parked my car. Fine Sherlock Holmes can't even find his car. (laughs) Jack, stop interrupting. Continue, Barbara. no use, Ronald. I know you're lying. Look at you. Everything you say, everything you do gives you away. Now, Gwen, please. What's that on your collar? Is it lipstick? It ain't ketchup. <laughs> Jack, please! Well, I don't want to stand around here like a dope. You've got the right line now. Say it. Oh, yes. Uh, beg pardon, madame. Dinner is served. Jack, don't use such a thick accent. <laughs> Well, now I've heard everything. <laughs> to talk yet. Dinner is served. Ah, dinner. Come along, Gwen. We're not having dinner, Ronald. Not until we reached a definite understanding. Well, I'm hungry. Oh, Ronald, I can't go through another day of this uncertainty. I must know. Do you love me or not? Of course I love you. You're lying, Ronald. Lying. Very well, then I'm lying. Gee. You might as well know the truth, Gwen. I've never loved you. Never. I must be nuts or something. And if you weren't so... If you weren't so stupid, you'd have known it a long time ago. Ronald! Ronald! What are you saying? Gee whiz. I married you for your money, that's all. Everybody else knows it. And if you weren't such a silly, blind little fool, you'd have realized it yourself. Oh, stop, Ronald! Well, stop! Well, now that you know how things stand between us, the sooner you divorce me, the happier I'll be. No, no, I'll never divorce you, Ronald. I couldn't live without you. I couldn't! I couldn't! Tears, tears, woman's tears. Oh, stop the dramatic. Ronald! I'm moving to my club. Smedley, pack my clothes. I wouldn't touch your dirty... (laughs) You rat! Jack, Jack, stick to your lines. You are the butler. I don't care. Continue, Basil. Well, goodbye, Gwen. I'm going to my club. Our attorneys can get together tomorrow. Don't go, Ronald. Please don't go. Oh, stop hanging on to me. But I won't give you up. I won't. I won't. Stop it, I say. Stop it. Let go. No, no. Then take that. Oh. That's the last straw. Take off your coat, Ratbone. Put Jack. 
Jack, this is only a play. Play nothing. Pull out those dukes, Basil. Jack, if you don't behave yourself, you can't be in the play. The heck with the play. If you think I'm going to stand by and see this cad strike the woman I love. The woman you love? Yes, Barbara. You might as well know it now. I've been crazy about you for years. But Jack, please. I don't care who knows it. I don't care if the whole world knows it. I love you, Barbara, as I've never loved before. I know you will never feel the same way about me, so I'll walk out of your life forever. But before I go, kiss me. <laughs> Call him the Waukegan Wolf. Anyway, Truman, that's why Jack Benny couldn't be here with us on our program tonight. Oh, well, Gene, maybe it's just as well. Thank you, Barbara Stanwyck, Gene Hersholt, Basil Rathbone, Michael Cortez, and last but certainly not least, you, Jack, for appearing with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players tonight and giving us such a delightful half hour of laughter. We enjoyed every minute of it. Next week... The Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present Hello, Frisco, Hello. It will star Jack Oakey, Jenny Sims, and Dick Powell. Be sure to listen. Jack Benny's next release will be The Horn Blows at Midnight. Barbara Stanwyck has just completed the picture, My Reputation. Michael Cortez, director of the Academy Award winner Casablanca, has recently completed Passage to Marseille, all Warner Brothers productions. Basil Rathbone will soon be seen in the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer Technicolor production, Bathing Beauty. Gene Hersholt can be heard every Wednesday night on his own radio show, Dr. Christian. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you. And good night, everyone. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.